And for a while, this is what I was kind of known in the community for is this routine. Um, almost to the point where people thought it was something I created myself and it's a linking ring routine, but you use like your wedding ring and other objects and things. A solid steel ball bearing actually gets melted onto the ring at the end. And um, Matthew mentored me and taught me that routine and gave me permission to take it in front of Penn and Teller. And it was Penn. one of the best, best moments of my life to be able to, to do that. They're guys. They do magic. They are the magic guys. Yo, what's up, Lex Luthor? How you doing, baby? Look at you, you <laughs> gold ass. <laughs> you look great, man. You look Welcome so to my better. evil lair, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Bro, I've been trying to I've been trying to convince you to shave that head of yours for like five years. <laughs> you finally did it. Yeah! And you look you good, finally, baby. You look fucking you feel, beautiful. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thanks, bro. I'm yeah. keeping it at like a one length. I'm not going quite to the skin yet because yeah, I've yeah, still yeah. got you some yeah, hair. You don't, you don't need to be uh, you don't need to be a cue ball just yet, but uh, you look Thanks, good. Feels good. Feels good. Yeah. So in now we got to find in something hot else. Summer days to... in Queensland, brother. It's hot summer oh. days in Queensland. Ain't so tough no more, are they? Uh, don't have to push <laughs> those locks anywhere, bro. It's yeah. just <laughs> schmick. You know, schmick. Anyway, How's what my- is going on YouTube people and people that listen to us on the sound ones? What is it? Spotify. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Magic Guys. This is podcast number 105. And you know what that means. That means that we've been doing this for almost two complete years. Brother. That is correct. Over two years. Okay. Have we been doing it for over two years? No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, we have. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, yeah for two years, baby. Let's go. Uh, it is insane. It's insane. It's well, that's you, got just how new, s- you got some new sound effects, bro. Been updating. Well, I'm I'm getting there slowly, slowly. <laughs> now that I don't have to think about my hairstyle anymore, I've got so much free room to think. You know what I mean? Anyway, guys, here's the four one one. We actually have a very special guest today, someone that you may or may not have heard of. In fact, someone that I am interested in talking to because if you don't know me, I'm a huge fan of things like the Pokemons. Oh, See yeah. what I'm saying? I'm talking, I'm talking the Pokemans. Wait, not Pokemon. That's a streamer. The Pokemons, baby. And uh, this guy just so happens to have released some Pokemon magic. So uh, we could sit here and we could try and uh, upsell this guy like Snake Oil Salesman, or we could bring him on. Josh, here we go. What's his name? Oh, let's bring him on. It's Michael O'Brien, ladies and gentlemen. Brother, you put the wrong here thing he on is. the screen. In the flesh. You, put the, you, didn't put, you didn't put the red carpet rollout, brother. You just put the thumbnail up on the screen. I know. I've lost it. I've lost the file. I got to make a new one. Uh, Michael, Michael O'Brien, what's cracking, man? Looking like it's a guy going, in man. tweed, huh? Looking yeah, like a guy wearing crazy. tweed. Things look good. <laughs> yeah. And how would you Thank say you. life is going, brother? Besides good. How's life going? Life is going. That's for sure. A lot of interesting things have happened uh, just in the last year or so. So. Uh, I'm sure you guys would like to hear about them. Otherwise, why the hell would you have me on the show, right? No, but, uh, actually, we just brought you on to uh, ask you what you thought of Josh's haircut. Are you a fan? I or are you... love it. I right. Love anyway, it. That's, that's it from Michael O'Brien. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Really? All right, guys. All right. See you. Thank See you, guys. Later. Let's, let's hear about it. Tell us a little bit about yourself for the people that may not know who you are. What have you done? So, from? Why do you exist? I'm, uh, yeah, why do I exist? That's a good question. That's a question from my mom. But... Uh, <laughs> Who am I? What am I about? I'm a professional magician here in Los Angeles, California, and uh, I do private events. Walk around magic is my specialty, but I'm also a magic creator. I guess you could say I come up with some of my own fun spins on classic magic and distribute them for other magicians to learn, as well as run my own YouTube channel where I talk about magic, offer my life experiences and all that good stuff. So in a nutshell, that's who I am. Uh, I'm also the co-founder of Deuce Gala, a magic company uh, that produces and distributes magic products as well. So so busy. And a lot of people have probably either learnt, you know, learnt about you from seeing your lecture or seeing you on Fool Us or from, you know, these products you're bringing out. You're everywhere, man. What do you, what do you enjoy doing the most? Performing? 
close-up gigs or creating magic or like seeing other magicians performing or your doing stuff. content or doing content or doing i magic. actually enjoy teaching magic that's probably my favorite thing uh if you were to ask any of my any of my friends from high school what do you think michael's doing right now they'd probably say he's probably a teacher or he's he's a in in a band playing music somewhere or something because that's really what i was into in high school but uh i love lecturing i love teaching magic lessons i love doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with people that's probably my favorite part about being a magic creator whatever you want to call me magic guy <laughs> magic <say>. guy magic <laughs> dude um obviously i love performing magic too so a little bit of everything but if but if you told me you know what you were just going to be a lecturer from here on out um i would i'd probably be okay with that that nice. happened during COVID? Like, was that a big, is that when it all started, these one-on-one -on -one lessons? No, I've been, doing, a, I've been doing this for a while. Um, COVID obviously helped in that aspect. Uh, I do feel like, and you guys have probably felt this too, there was that moment where everyone was like, come book magic lessons with me because I'm not doing any gigs right now because the whole world is closed down. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think there was a big sea, a big wave of uh people that felt that but no i've been i've been teaching and lecturing and stuff for for a while now um i've been doing magic professionally since 2010 but uh, i've always kind of been in magic ever since i was a little kid um my first real magic gig was working at at uh, disneyland doing magic this was back in 2007 and uh i did magic at this little little vending kiosk that was in the downtown Disney district, which is like the off property Disney shopping center. <clears throat> and, um, just demoing like the flying card and Spengali decks and stuff like that. And that really gave me, you know, the skills that I needed to go out and perform for real people. Cause <laughs> believe it or not, I'm a very shy individual outside of this magic it's a, stuff it's a similar it's a similar upbringing to our, our buddy doug as well like he mm -hmm. he worked the the magic shop circuit for for a while um as well speaking of which you're doing some cool stuff with uh with that we heard we just talked about last week at the announcement of vanishing ink mm -hmm. opening up some brick and mortar stores in australia like can you uh, ah, in australia i wish sorry i got excited then bro I can, holy <laughs> <laughs> I can I can't talk about that. Sorry, sorry. Um, but uh, no, in the oh, US, obviously. I just can got you... a message from Andy. He says to shut it down. Sorry, guys. You gotta <laughs> <laughs> can't talk about it. <laughs> but Jason yeah, so... bought his book when he was live on the podcast, so he's got to. I, I got to give us some yeah. access. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Uh, yeah, so I stopped doing magic at the the downtown Disney thing, and I started doing magic professionally going out performing events and stuff well in 2018 19 i don't know all these years are blending together um my buddy who's the manager at the disneyland magic shop on main street which is where houdini's moved into reached out to me and said hey do you know anyone looking for a job you know we had to let a couple guys go for whatever reason and so i was like as long as you give me time off for my gigs sure why not i'll do it so uh, that job kind of fell into my lap and was meant to be a side hustle for me to just kind of put money away, send my daughter to college, buy her a new car when she turned 16, a lot of good stuff. And how COVID happened. <laughs> how, how old are you, Bern? How old am I? 34. Yeah. Oh, well. Pretty close to a, me. I'm, I'll be turning a whole ass family, brother. What's that? You got a whole ass family. That's I got amazing. a whole ass family. That's true. A whole ass family. That's <laughs> amazing. We got it. We got to catch up. We had bloody Ryan Byer on, and he's got six kids. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I'm not quite there yet. I got one daughter, <laughs> but um, yeah. So the whole point was to kind of have this side hustle magic shop thing, and just show up in the morning, do the magic shop, do my shows at night, and, and all that good stuff. And then, the, of course, the pandemic happened, and the magic shop kind of became my lifeline to be able to survive. Because uh, without that, I wouldn't have qualified for any kind of unemployment assistance. I had to refund a ton of gigs that canceled as a result of the pandemic and all that stuff. So I've been doing that full time ever since and kind of recovering as a performer. And very recently, for those of you who do not know, uh, Vanishing Inc. bought the Houdini Magic Company. So 
this was in March, April of last year, something like that, around that time. And they just now made the announcement. So it's official as of, I don't know, last week or whenever it was that they made the announcement. Damn. So what do you want to know nice. about it? I got the inside <laughs> scoop. <laughs> yeah. What I mean, what's uh, is there a unique selling point about it? Or is it that it is Vanishing Ink? So, you know, it's trustworthy. Um, um, can you get married there? Will there be a celebrant? Yeah. Tell us all the juicy stuff. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, um the really cool thing about this is this is one of the last standing original shops at Disneyland that has not been altered or changed in any way. So when you go in and you're looking at the store, the counters and all of that stuff, you're seeing the original stores and you know, the original counters and shelves and everything that were installed back in the day. Uh, it's also where uh, famous actor and comedian Steve Martin kind of started his career too. Mm. So it's got a whole history behind it. Uh, that's the, the Disneyland history side of the shop itself. And then you have uh, Vanishing Ink coming in. And the reason that this is a really positive move uh, for the shop in general is that uh, Vanishing is able to not only supply the tricks to go into the store that we know that people are going to love. It's going to breed a whole ton of new magicians, right? Uh, people that walk into the store... Mm. Uh, magic is all right. I'm, I'm not really into it. It's kind of cool, but yeah, sure. Show me a trick. And then they buy a hundred dollars worth of stuff and they walk out and now they want to go show all their friends. Right. So that's the really cool thing about it. Uh, but on top of that, Josh and Andy are extremely creative and, uh, they're going to be making a lot of, um, I guess you can call them changes, renovations, whatever you want to say, nothing permanent to the actual storefront itself. Uh, but just making it a very, pleasant and enjoyable place for people to want to come in we have live demonstrators in there you can come in you can see magic tricks we teach magic we sell magic the whole thing so it's, it's just a really it's a really fun gig and it's at the happiest most magical place on earth so what are you gonna do that's today? right we gotta go there jace <laughs> i'm on my way i'm already booking a ticket as we speak yeah <laughs> nice um we got a question from john he's saying uh i know you do walk around gigs michael but have you done any busking I have actually. Uh, I've done busking. Uh, let me let me let me rephrase. What do you that. think about what do you think about buskers? Give it to us straight. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Let me rephrase it. I've tried busking. <laughs> it uh, is not answer. easy. It is not <laughs> easy. Um, yeah, baby. That's right. For those of you thinking like, oh, it's just some asshole <laughs> on the street with a deck of cards, just yelling at people and telling them to throw money in the hat. It is not like that at all. It is a lot of work. Um, what I can say is, if you've not done it you need to try it because especially if you're a shy person, you're not very, I don't want to say confrontational, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like aggressive or, um, I don't know. I don't know what word to use, but like, you can't be timid and, and, and shy, right? You have to, you have you to can't know be a magic doing. boy in your closet, like in your, in your room, just learning ambitious card. You now got to please keep, uh, <clears throat> keep telling us how great street performers are, brother. Dude, <laughs> seriously though, like no, no cap, as the kids say these days. No, it's, uh, it really is. It's difficult. And what it did help me do is to learn to approach people, because when you're on the street, the first thing you got to do is you got to stop people that are on their way to somewhere. They're going to a restaurant. They're going shopping. They're going back to their car after they've spent all day at the beach or whatever. You got to stop those people and be like, hey, come here watch me show you something cool for the next half hour and then give me money afterwards for something <laughs> that you weren't planning on giving me money for. And that's not easy to do. So if it's something that you have an opportunity to try, I highly, highly recommend it because if anything, it'll be a learning experience and it'll be something that helps you kind of come out of your shell a little bit. Yeah. Hey, you heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first. Hey, hey Jake, Tom Josh. has a question too. I guess because Michael's in this similar realm um, if you want to take this question away, boy, uh, do you know of a manga comic series called Demon Slayer? Hang on a sec. Hang on. I have a feeling we're about to see firsthand. Oh boy, here we go. Said said comic. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> so good. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with. The yes, series. brother. I have the complete collection. Anyway, I've anyway, not um, them. I'm about to buy number one because they are all becoming. Ah, oh, you took it off the screen. Oh well, I'll just uh. 
<laughs> there he is. Because uh, they're going super famous in the States now. Yes, it's uh, really good, bro. This is uh, this is the complete set right here. Look at this. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, baby. There it is. Look at that. Wow. You know, they look almost good enough to do a book test with, you know? <sighs> yeah, baby. That's right. Yeah, it's good. Uh, good, ser- good series. Um, don't have a... Don't have a Demon Slayer tattoo yet, but I do have uh, some other good ones. You know what I'm saying? Well, you might appreciate was... this, Jason. You know, I uh, put out a manga book test. It's so funny not... you ask that because Bob is asking what is the best one to use for the book test. So. There we go. Um, I have a few different versions of the book test, but my two favorites are probably the Pokemon one. Um, <sighs> and uh, I do a Death Note Pegasus page with an actual Death Note book, too. Uh, that's, that's a lot of fun. Wow. So, um, probably those two, but, uh, I also do a tossed out book test with a Lupin the third book and keep in mind, all of this is real manga. This isn't like stuff I've made myself or printed at home. These are books you can just go buy off the shelf and do this stuff with. Um, but what I like to do is I have a whole library of books and I'll tell people, yeah, pick, pick one or two of these books. And then it kind of drives where the presentation is going to go because they can choose any manga they want but based on the one that they choose i'm going to do a different Mm. presentation and a different method so it keeps things interesting for me too so it's It's like saying choose any deck of cards and every deck is a one packet trick and it's like all right depending on what you choose something different yeah 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 okay someone asked as well if you could only perform for everyone here if you could only perform one trick for the rest of your life what would it be and that came from Bob, I'm pretty sure, which uh, is not showing up anymore. There we go. I think uh, oh, one Bob effect, probably rather. knows the answer to this already, and a lot of people that know me probably know the answer to this already, and that is Ninja <coughs> Plus by Matthew Garrett. Mm, which, uh, is this what uh, this is what you used on Fool Us? Or this what is what I performed Fool on Fool Us. And for a while, this is what I was kind of known in the community for, is this routine, um, almost to the point where people thought it was something I created myself. And um, Matthew Garrett, uh, you guys may have heard of him. He's an English magician. Mm. He's very, very talented. Uh, He won Magic Circle close-up in 2010, I believe. Um, And he's won multiple awards specifically for this product. And it's a linking ring routine, but you use like your wedding ring and other objects and things. A solid steel ball bearing actually gets melted onto the ring at the end. And um, Matthew mentored me and taught me that routine. And gave me permission to take it in front of Penn and Teller. And it was one of the best, best moments of my life to be able to, to do that. And so honestly, though, uh, huge shout out to Matthew Garrett, because um, he's one of those people that's definitely helped me elevate my career uh, in that respect. Shout out to Matthew Garrett. If only, if only you had some of uh, those rings prepared now. I mean, if only I did. Um, do I have GIR with me? I can I can run into the other room and get GIR. If I run, need to. run. Um, oh, we would love that. We can we can we can uh, me and Jace can chat for a second if yeah, I yeah, think yeah, you guys want to see. I'm going to go run. I'm going to. You guys don't leave. All right, <laughs> all right, brother. Let's let's get out of here. Let's get. But what would here, you do? Bro. One effect. Come some. Have you messed around with uh, the ninja ring? I feel like have that'd I, be something up your alley. Have, have I used ninja rings? No, I've never actually owned them. I I've definitely like given it thought, but yeah, it's never, yeah. It's never come across my magic desk as so to speak. You know what I'm saying, brother? It's definitely in your wheelhouse. Like with the, the finger ring on there and stuff. I don't finger know. What? You want me to do what? I want you to, I want you to finger ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good day. Good day number 69. <laughs> yeah, bro. Ah, uh, that was, that was day number 69. <laughs> <laughs> what's up guys welcome back to another uh, episode day number 69 yeah i should also say hey i know i know your youtube has been blowing up but i must say the magic guys youtube we just hit 800 subscribers <laughs> hey that's pretty good isn't it it is pretty good for people who just want to hear us you know talk smack it's we appreciate it's, it's actually all we do now isn't it we just talk shit for like yeah it's great i'm okay with it you know what i mean me too. I think after 105 episodes, we've gotten used to it, sort of. You know what sort they of. say, brother? Another 105 to go. Talking smack. <laughs> we got to do 365 podcasts. 365 <laughs> podcasts. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. 365 podcasts. How are we feeling there, Michael? Yeah, oh, we had some great cards before too. Yeah, the uh, I mean, I, I got sent them as well, but it's showing me. Uh, we were talking about Theory 11 cards earlier. And um, you got, you got I haven't even. Theory. Well, these are from Chris um, in that stash uh, he sent us. I just have not opened these yet. But I'm looking forward I to thought, it. I thought, I thought you had a hookup <clears> with Theory 11. I was like, what's going on here? No. It's my, no. my dang hookup with Theory there 11, brother. Dude, they're just won? sending these out to everybody. You didn't get yours yet? No. Yeah, you probably just have to ask. Okay, oh, I'll, I'll send, him, send him a message. So check this out. This is uh, this is Matthew's new one. Uh, it's called Ooh. GIR. Let me stand up for this. Oh, you guys can get the full the full effect here. Uh, but this is a uh, it's a linking ring routine, right? But here's the really interesting thing about this. Uh, you guys have seen linking rings before, yes? Once or twice. A couple, couple yeah. of times, yeah. Uh, this is a completely keyless system. Tell us more, good sir. I know, right? Rather show so us, gonna, show us more. We're gonna we're gonna try some uh, some cool stuff here. Of course, we can link the rings and join them just like this. And all of these rings can be completely handed out, right? Let me sh uh, try something here. <laughs> oh, baby! Now you think if I'm doing this, all right? You should see Matthew perform these. Man, this thing blew me away. One, two, and three, and four different rings. And the cool thing is, is you can just drop these on the table when you're done. And you don't have to worry about performing with a key ring, right? So some of you might be used to the standard way of doing the routine. And you can only uh, do so much um, before you have to inevitably be asked that question by someone, can I see the rings, right? Well, with GIR, you can hand the rings right out. They can examine everything, so it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's just a quick little. I hope the hype is worth it. Amazing. A, uh, fun bit with the rings there, but yeah. So. All right, Jace, you're up. Very innovative <laughs> stuff. I want to see right. the, the the twenty the twenty rings. There set. we go. <laughs> this is the this is a completely keyless system as well, brother. Check <laughs> it out. You ready? Let's see it. Ow! 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Hang on. All right, all right. Hang on. I got one for you. I got a... I got a different set of rings, brother. These rings were made in the ancient lands of China. Um, check it out. No solid. 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 Check it out. See that? Solid. Completely solid. Look at this one here. Solid, no, no gaps. Yeah, you with me? Watch this. Let me try and link this together. Oh, oh, oh! oh. oh. No gaps. A keyless system, <laughs> brother. A keyless system. And I'm gonna this one. Oh, look at that! The keyless system, brother. Look at that in a chain. In a chain, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the keyless system <laughs> available at murphysmagic.com yeah. <laughs> hey what'd you think of that brother good some stuff the, man good stuff i love the linking rings man i actually am a big fan as well i'm a uh, it's one of my all-time favorites I, I you know i just like classics tbh it's, classics um, with the linking rings too it's one of those things where i feel like people will They'll see you take out the rings and they kind of sometimes they roll their eyes, right? Like, oh, here we go again with the linking rings. And there's some great linking ring routines out there that people that I didn't just, like the linking rings before will watch and then they walk away going, you know what? I like the linking rings now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I perform it in my street shows too. Like, I, you know, I use it to build crowds and stuff. It's strong. I mean, Anyone some of the that, most viewed magic videos are of linking rings. Yes, that is very true, actually. Yeah, I've, uh, Doug Conn has a video with 10 million views for the linking rings, right? Yeah. I think I have a video with uh, like two or three million views for the linking rings. For the linking rings. And yeah. it's uh, and mine. Strong. Mine, when I danced, I was doing a dance act, linking them got like a solid 120 views. So like it's a work for, worker for sure. That's great. That's great. Yeah. It's good, it's good, man. What can I say? Some of my best stuff. Some of my best stuff.
So, um, so yeah, the linking rings, right? It's a winner. I, you know, I believe that classics in general are just uh, some of the best. I mean, they're just timeless, right? There's a reason why they're constantly performing well. They're just timeless. Well, one of my favorite things about them too is that the classics you'll find you'll find the you know the bedrock of classics in a lot of magic that's out there today. But what I love doing is taking classic effects and kind of putting my own twist on them. So one thing that I enjoy doing is taking things from my childhood or things that I'm very uh, you know I get very excited about, and I kind of inject those passions into my performance. So here's a little thought experiment for everybody that can, you guys can try at home, right? Uh, get a pad and uh, a pen. Like you're going to make two columns. One. Yeah, you got to do homework now. You guys ready for this? You're going to make two columns. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. In the first column, you're going to make a list of all the magic that you know how to perform and can perform well. Uh, when I say well, right, I mean brilliant. you're able to. <laughs> That's the wrong, wrong moment. It's all right. It's all right. When I say perform well, I mean you can get through it all the way from start to finish without screwing it up, right? You feel confident, you can perform for people. So make a list of all the tricks that you can perform well. That's column A. In column B, you're going to uh, make a list of things that you're very passionate about, things that you enjoy outside of magic. Mm. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start playing that connect the lines game, right? Where you take this trick here and you connect it with that idea over here and you look and see what you can do, right? So like a couple of those things for me, one of them was a card to pocket routine with Pokemon cards, right? Like it just made sense for me uh, to start doing the card to pocket routine with Pokemon. I love Pokemon as a kid. Kids these days and people my age love Pokemon, right? So why not, right? Let's, mm -hmm. let's try something with Pokemon cards. <clears throat> Plus it literally means pocket monsters. So I have the card to pocket thing going on. And instead of having the card end up inside of a little mint tin at the end, because that didn't make sense on my personality, why not have it end in a Pokeball at the end, right? So doing that, um, putting an eight-card brainwave-style routine with an Among Us theme on it. So instead of them looking for just the red card and all the rest of them are blue, well, one of them is the imposter and all the rest of them are crewmates, right? So they find the imposter card. Just doing these things where you connect the dots and stuff can make for some really interesting original presentations you don't have to necessarily come up with the methods you can perform tricks you already know but maybe putting an interesting little spin on it uh could be a lot of fun and that's a lot of what i do to be honest with you so uh jason we were talking about pokemon tea earlier yeah you were saying right? you were going to send me out some uh, pokemon tricks i was i was <laughs> yeah send, send us uh, email us at do scholar we'll, we'll get you guys hooked up we'll send you yeah. some he was so subtle about it too when he asked. <laughs> there is no shame. There is no shame. Um, yeah, so like with Pokemon T, I was like, you know, this could be fun to do this classic color Monty routine with Pokemon cards, right? And I won't spoil the ending for you because it's a kind of cute little routine. But um, it, it just, for me, it just made more sense. The kids like it more. <clears throat> Instead of showing them the you owe me $14 card, they're like, all right, right? <laughs> Um, you, you show them the, the Pokemon cards and they, and they get really excited about that. And plus there's never been a magic effect that I've ever performed, or should I say specifically a card effect that I've performed where all I do is take the cards out of the box and people are already freaking out, right? Like I can't think of another card trick that I've done Good where <laughs> I haven't even started yet. I just taken the cards <clears throat> yeah. out of the box and people are all just oh like Pokemon cards. Instant relatability, like instant, uh, what is it, nostalgia? Nostalgia yep. would be a powerful one in this one, yeah. Yeah, yep. I think I remember yeah, watching, good. you did this at the Magic Castle, am I right? I think I remember watching you do cards to pocket yep. with Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a Magic Castle video that I have online. I, I performed Ninja Plus by Matthew Garrett. I did my SpongeBob routine and I did the mm. Pokemon card. But the Pokemon. Pocket, my closer. <laughs> and that was actually my closer and my Pokemon back too. Yeah. And... um. People, people dig it. And it's not like I came up with any crazy method to do this, right? It's a card to pocket that you probably already know at home. But mm. I just thought about it for more than two minutes. And I didn't just perform it exactly the way that I learned it. You know, I put my own spin on it. And that's what I'm always encouraging people to do, to take their own magic. Because I know I've been guilty of this. And I still am, to a certain extent, where I go out and I perform magic the same way that I was 
you know, that I learned that I learned it from the person I learned it from. Mm. So uh, bad enough to the point where you start picking up the mannerisms and things of these different performers. So I'm doing <laughs> <Coin> Matrix <laughs> by Shudagawa. I'm doing uh, the, the routine by David Stone. You know, I'm doing all these different things and then I'm mm. starting to like act like them in different tricks, you know, and like people, they could pick up on that. They're like, what is this guy doing? Why does he have a French accent all of a sudden? <laughs> Actually, you know? Hungry and Hungover, uh, particularly as well, like I guess a different, your own version of an effect, like we were talking about, mentioned boxed reset that you've come up with your own version of the Paul Harris effect. Is yeah, that, I have uh, a couple of uh, in the wheelhouse. Yeah, like I said, I got nice. a couple of different things. Um, I don't have a table to work on, but I can, I can kind of show you guys here. Let me see. We're gonna see if we can make this happen. This is gonna be an impromptu uh, thing. Here. That's what this um, whole podcast is impromptu. So don't worry. You know what? Oh, this no, whole, this, this is whole cool. podcast is a mess. Keeping me on my toes, and we're also doing something that I haven't done <laughs> in, in at least a year. I haven't performed this, so we're gonna see how it goes. Um, Josh, do me a favor. Name uh, any number one through ten. Six. Six. We're gonna take out the sixes. Sixes. One. Two, three, and four sixes. Okay. There's the sixes. It's my favorite and, part uh, of Jason, any routine. Go ahead. <laughs> we need something to contrast it now. So, like a jack, queen, or king, Jason, what do you think? Queen. Queen. Queens. The lovely ladies. One, two, Three, hopefully there's four. No? Really? Did I lose a queen already? No, there we go. Four. Perfect. Four queens and four sixes. Now, normally I perform this on a table. I guess what I could do is I could impromptu this thing here. I'll put a chair down. There we go. So um, we're going to try. Hopefully you guys can see this at home, right? But we have one, two, three, four queens. Okay. And one, two, three four sixes. Uh, we're going to set the sixes down for now. Uh, we'll set the queens inside of the box. Okay. And um, we have the one, two, three, four sixes here. Now, a lot of times what magicians do is they use something called sleight of hand, right? I'm going to kind of show you a little bit about how that works. For example, if I wanted to turn a card over, maybe I might turn the card over like this, kind of like a book. Some magicians might turn the cards over top, over bottom, kind of like a notepad, right? But only really good magicians can turn the cards over inside the spaces of the cards. And they do that doing the super duper secret magic move. Are you guys ready to see the super duper secret magic move? Yes. Ready. It looks just like this. You see, when you do the magic move, I don't know if you can see. There we go. Uh, one card actually flips face down. Don't worry, we'll do it again. Okay, just a, just it's like the, this. It does it. It really is though. A second card goes face down. Uh, we have a red card and a black card. Which would you guys like to see go next? The red or the black? The red one. The red one. Perfect. So we'll take this one here, just like this. And I don't know if this will show up on the camera. We'll give a little, and it goes face down, oh. just like this. Now, we're going to try the third one, or excuse me, the fourth one. Uh, I haven't done it yet. Leave it sticking out so you guys can see. But just a little wave, just like this. Shit, it's already done. It's fucking done, isn't it? Look. Oh, my God. Now, I told you at first, I, told you at first I was going to do this with the sixes one by one, and then I was going to do this with the queens, right? Well, there is the sixes, and now here are the queens. One, two, three, and four queens. That's the and goddamn queens. here is the moment you've all been waiting for because inside of the box, hopefully, I think, are the one, two, three, and four sixes. Ladies and that gentlemen. Box reset. He's done it. He's done it. Yeah. Give him the trophy. Is that, is that your take on Paul Harris effect? Yeah, it, it's a it's kind of an amalgamation of a bunch of different stuff. Um, it's the Asher twist. It's twisting the aces. It's reset. 
Um, coins across. Look at, look at me, Josh. It's coins across. Seething, seething brother. It's um, <laughs> bit of SpongeBob uh, work. Yeah. John Gustafaro had a version of this too that was kind of inspired by. So Saw a little Paul a, Harris immaculate connection in there too. It's got a bunch of everything in there. A <laughs> little Reformation. Yeah. Right. Thank you though for recommending that. I haven't I haven't performed that for a really long time. So what, Reformation. Nice well, that door the nice box to to rip that. That was Bob Possible, right? Was that Bob Possible asking to see that? No, there was uh, Hungry and Hungover. Uh, hungry and Hungover. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We appreciate cool. it. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good trick. I like it. Um, and that can obviously be purchased at uh, www.juicegala.com or? No, that one is uh, actually now only available on my YouTube channel. If you join, become a member. You get access to my members playlist with all my tutorials and stuff there. Obviously, oh, link in description below. Uh, all of that. Becoming a premium McChicken. All of Michael's links learn from. are below, wherever you're watching this. Yeah, and, and you know what? You can't go wrong if you just go to O'BrienMagic.com. That's kind of the mothership. Uh, it's got all mm -hmm. the links to all this different stuff there. <laughs> I have an online store with a bunch of stuff. I actually have a brand new one coming out. Uh, within the next month or so, the really the only hang up is I haven't filmed the tutorials for it yet. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be all oh, Yu-Gi-Oh card themed. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh card themed. It's going to be all Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, card baby! Yeah, it's now, be we're, fun. now we're talking. <laughs> Jason, have you heard of Yu-Gi-Oh before? Yeah, I was the uh, top sixteen YCS uh, player for two years running, brother. There unfortunately, you go. Unfortunately, this year I did not top the event, but uh, previously, what, yeah, what are you we, playing I was with? Top. I was playing Tealaments, brother. I was playing Kashtira Tealaments. Nice. Yeah. You still play? Uh, I used to play competitively back when uh, Perfect Circle and uh, do you remember Troop Dupe and Scoop and all that stuff where you were around that, that long ago playing yeah, cards? Old. <laughs> old school. Old school. Yeah. Like, stop, uh, stop playing again, bro. Stop playing again. Yeah, no, the, game, the game's different now. There's RNG yeah, strategies back in the game. You know what I'm saying? Talking RNG. Yeah. There's, it, it's, I don't know, man. The game is a lot faster now. I've played a little bit of it. I played like Master Duel and stuff. But I, um, yeah. yeah, like with Link Summoning and all that stuff. And the people watching at home have no clue what the hell we're talking about right now. Oh, we're just nerding out. But the Yu Gi Oh trick, it. brother. I posted a video on my YouTube recently doing a trick with Yu Gi Oh cards. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. Nice. There's uh six main routines, and when when you buy the product, I'm I'm mailing you Yu-Gi-Oh cards that you can use for the specific trick too, um, and a bunch of bonus ideas and stuff. Uh, things that people have submitted to me, like, hey, did you know you could do this with Yu-Gi-Oh cards and stuff like that? So, um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be cool. Take me to the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> That's O'BrienMagic.com. That's right. Yeah, just go to my website Maybe. and definitely check all my stuff out. You can pick up some merch. Oh, I got the merch and everything. Hey, he's got the merch. He's got the juice. Yeah. It's cone. <laughs> it's merch. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, brother. Yu-Gi-Oh is cool. <laughs> they do say that. They do say that. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's, it's one of those things where you just, I'm just going down the checklist. And what are the things I'm really passionate about? Nintendo is another thing that I'm very passionate about. Old school NES Nintendo games. So I have a tossed out deck routine using those tops Nintendo trading cards from like 1988. And um, I, I do a whole Nintendo. I have like an NES system with like a power glove and and all of that stuff. And I have the spectators come up with the, the controllers and they're like with their eyes closed, pretending like they're playing their game and I'm reading their mind and telling them what games they're playing and stuff. And it, it's not a new method. It's just a tossed out deck. So there's a lot of fun stuff you can do. You just got to get creative, you know? God damn. Ow. So are you based, are you, are you in Vegas? Cause I know you're running on Vegas time, the time zone, but um, I'm in Los Angeles. That's, oh, that's uh, pretty different. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what, Wrong one. what time zone Las Vegas is on, but no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm close. I'm only like a three hour drive from Las Vegas. Well, PST um, time, uh, uh, when we had Ken Axel on, same time zone as you. Uh, mm. So anyway, anyway, my mistake. What's the uh, LA scene like with Magic? Is everyone, uh, does mean, everyone get have, along? Is it clicky? Is we have it, the Magic you know. Castle. Mm. So I mean, that we, have that, we have that going for us. Um, I heard it's not bad. I haven't noticed the clickiness stuff too much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get that in every circle, I think. 
Um, but I haven't noticed it as far as like a real elitist feeling kind of right. thing. A lot of people have been very warm and, and open, especially the newer people. Like I said, we had the Monday night jams going in Orange County for the longest time. And oh, yeah, um, that's right. That's with Jeremy Griffith. Telling you about with Jeremy Griffith. Um, and just a very warm, welcoming community. A lot of people coming in, young guys, guys, we had, we had guys uh, coming in that were like 12, 13 years old. And um, they came into the Magic Club and we sessioned with them and helped them work on their ideas and stuff. And a couple of those guys became junior members of the Magic Castle. So it's pretty cool. Um, I heard yeah, in I LA. It's pretty good. That's awesome. I heard, I might have been Nick Paul talking about this, but when you're doing gigs in LA, it's very common that you, you get booked for a close up gig and you get there and it turns out to be like a celebrity's private party or something. Is that, uh, do, do you come in contact with? those TV people much? Yeah, it happens. Um, and a lot of the times you won't know who <laughs> until you get there. And then even when they get mm. there, they make you sign like NDAs and stuff. Um, yeah. Like uh, pretty recently we, uh, me and, 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 and a lot of times you'll turn up to a gig and there will be like two or three other magicians there. And you're like, Oh dude, we get to work <laughs> together. This is so much fun. Right. Uh, so recently um, a couple of my buddies and I, we, uh, we performed over at uh, Trey Parker's house um for those of you who don't know he's one of the creators of south park uh, oh damn so we, we, that we is performed, cool performed for him and his guests this was pretty recently um performed for wiz khalifa's son sebastian's <laughs> birthday party <laughs> jeez um you know so yeah i mean i've i've, I've had i've had a, a couple couple of these little uh, interactions with celebrities and stuff it's one of those things too where and, and especially working at disneyland because we get a lot of celebrities coming through disney where I don't want to say you're desensitized to it, but you're kind of the, the star struckness kind of <clears throat> wears off. If that makes sense. Like you'll just be like, Oh cool. Yeah. Jack Black's here. Hey, Hey Jack Black, big fan, man. You want to see some cool magic? And you just kind of, you know, just kind of do your thing. You don't like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's Jack Black. You know? Um, yeah. Unless it's someone that I really like, but like if Jason was here right now, I'd be like freaking out. But um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, rightly so. <laughs> I mean, rightly so. <laughs> Unless it's like someone that I'm super, you know, like if I look up to them a lot or something like that, maybe it might be a little bit of a different story, but I guess um, you got to be like that. Cause especially at the castle, right. That's where all, all the elites will want to mm -hmm. go to get entertained. And yeah, I remember the one time I got to um, do some work with Kate Blanchett in Australia for like one, one evening. She's mm -hmm. like, she talked about the magic castle and she's like, Oh yeah. But she, she didn't even talk about it in like an elite way. She's just like, Oh yeah, I um yeah, I took my kids to go and see some magic at the at the castle and I was like, "Oh, did you get to go on the close-up gala where you like right in the magic?" She's like, "Yeah, the seats are really close together. You mean that one where it's like you're like right bunched up with everyone?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah, but it's it's a good view." Um That's the best room in the house, the close-up gallery. Yeah. I got to see Michael Vincent uh do his close-up work in there and it was the best thing ever. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it really is. Um my my favorite magic castle story. Um, Garrett Thomas is involved in this one. So you guys probably enjoy this. Um, Garrett Thomas. What's a Garrett I, Thomas? What's a Garrett <laughs> Thomas? He's, he's a magician that, that melts people's brains. Let me just, is, let me just, no, I don't know. I, I yes. No <laughs> he is. If you have no idea who Garrett Thomas is, you need to check him out. Cause he is, he is also on, magic. also on fool us. That's right. And also did ring magic on fool us, which the producers mm. told me I had to cut a bunch of my, cause I was like doing like through the finger and all that. Like, you need to take all that out of your act. Garrett Thomas did that last year. Mm. Um, but uh, Garrett Thomas, a handful of other magicians who off the top of my head, I can't remember who they were. Uh, Will Arnett and Aaron Paul. And we were all downstairs in the, like the hat and hair pub area. And Garrett Thomas with, a deck of cards for about 45 minutes and Aaron Paul just constantly like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Just like every, that's like all he knew how to say for like 45 <laughs> minutes. And that was a lot of fun. Cause we're all just sitting wow. there like, this is pretty good shit. Right. And then Aaron Paul, did he say bitch at all? That was great. I don't think bitch. so. Maybe he said <laughs> son of a bitch or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then, uh, everyone kept asking Will Arnett to perform magic because he played, uh, what was it? Job on Arrested Development, right? Um, oh. He played a magician on, on that, on that show. 
And he's just like, starts laughing. He's like, I don't know any magic. I, I have you seen the show? I play literally the worst magician. On he's the, the one show. that's like, I do illusions, tricks of a horse. Yes. I'm an illusion. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, he, he goes to the magic castle, but he doesn't end up at the magic castle. He ends up at the magic asshole, which is the gay club down the street. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, so that, that was a fun night. That was good times. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, Jason is the closest to a uh, celebrity we have here. So people stop to get photos with him, which is very true. Surreal, isn't it, brother? Surreal. It's got to be surreal. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that long ago we were sitting there with our fucking side fringes doing random queen to deck routines on the street. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the side fringe uh, so fucking thick. I don't even know how I could see through it. Oh man, you had it going on. You had you had the full thing going on. Did you have to comb the front bit because you would spike up the back, and then the front yeah. bit was like very well, it was like perfectly situated. Side, yeah, I don't know, brother. No, I think it just like naturally grew out that way. But <laughs> yep, so glad I grew out of that phase. Holy, now I'm in my now I'm in my hippie years. My, you know, my hippie long haired homeless looking guy years. Yeah, they've been good years. I remember they're good times back when I had more followers than you and more hair and <laughs> more hair. <laughs> right, you look great, soundboard you look great with less hair. <laughs> yeah, you look, you look well, great with less hair, brother. Thank you. That is what everyone has to say. But no, Sandy loves it. She loves um, the Jason Statham look. So I'm, I'm fine. So you're going to keep it like that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Yes. Unless my head decides, yes. decides to make a change, <laughs> I don't think. Unless it starts going uh, in reverse, it starts growing. Hey, crazy things have happened. You know, look at uh, Elon Musk. His hair grew back immensely, and I'm sure it was all natural. <laughs> but it's yeah. one of Michael O'Brien's newest releases, the Elon Musk hair plot. There you go. There's got to be something there, something to do with Tesla and... Honestly, though, Space. yeah, some kind of packet trick or something. I don't know. It could be big. Like the end of it, he just produces a bottle of like hair cream <laughs> that helps your hair grow back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then instead, like a rabbit appears from it. I don't know. There'd be some. Right, do, you, do you remember that? Do you remember that like old thing um, <laughs> that that magicians used to do where they'd be like, "Check it out! I got like a uh, two two cards right and if i rub them together oh a coin comes out do you remember this like old thing like yeah yeah but you do it and you just produce like a hair replenishing lotion or like a, po- a ponytail comes out of it <laughs> a full head of hair comes out of it yeah yeah that'll be the next that's the next big release brother you better get on it you know what um, let me let me consult buck and uh we'll get we'll get something going on that one good on you brother yeah. yeah, Bob, I feel like the perfect effect for Adam Wilbur to design. Yeah, I mean, he's on the go with his uh, designs lately. <laughs> uh, so Wilbur. good. Adam Wilbur doesn't use a single unoriginal trick in his show, brother. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that, isn't that bizarre? It's yeah, crazy. His, last, uh, his last run at the castle, he performed literally all, all the stuff that he sells at, at Volpine, and, and it was a great show, too. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> what, um, do you have any decks of cards? Have you ever released your own deck? It's something we've always thought toyed with, but never like. Yeah, I feel like that's a whole nother beast. Um, <clears throat> I've dipped my toe in, in the in the in the gaffed book test genre, I guess. Um, I'm friends book with a test, couple guys. You say? I'm a couple. I'm friends with a couple guys you might you might have heard of. Um, you might have heard of uh, Josh Sandman. Nope, never heard of him. Never heard of him. He put out a bunch of different book tests and stuff. But um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try to put out my own book test. And mm. I spent four months working on this thing. And I canned it because it was not what I wanted it to be. And so I've put that one on the back burner. It was and, a phone um, test instead, brother. He was like working on it. He's like, wait a minute. This is a phone test. Shit. And then he just cans it. Basically, <laughs> you know, so the moral of the story is, um, I could imagine uh, putting out your own deck of playing cards being like that and a whole project that you'd have to dedicate you know, your time to. And there's a I lot mean, of really talented deck producers out there, a lot of indie deck producers that are putting out their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And, Which brings uh, again, us to the next part of the podcast. Josh and I are releasing a deck. Josh is funding the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, he's, got, 
He's got jokes. <laughs> I can imagine it being a huge pain in the ass, though. <clears throat> Shout out to anyone that uh, has put out their own their own deck of cards. Yeah. And you, you can do Odinay's change with a card with a bald guy, and the card underneath is the same guy with hair. Yeah. That is funny. I mean, this would be probably the closest to that. So we got, uh, we got, uh, what's his name? Malfoy. Harry Potter. Harry Malfoy. Potter's Malfoy. And then we got Snape <laughs> with no hair. AKA it's supposed me. to go the other way. He's supposed to get hair, not lose it, brother. Uh, and then the I was going to pan away. I was going <laughs> to pan away and then show the hair's gone to my head. Yeah, well, you know, you know, it would have been crazy. Yeah, if, yeah, exactly. If you brought the card down and you just had like a Malfoy wig on. <laughs> hey, that's that's going to be in one of my. That's a new TikTok. Yeah. That's a new TikTok. Let me write that down. You're gonna have to get there Sandy to like slap it on your head real quick while the card's in the way of the screen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, All I've right, got tap. the um, I've got the Malfoy, the Draco Malfoy little toy. So maybe I can. Yeah, where did you get that from? It was they like come in a little train, right? Like. They came from uh, like the supermarket. When you spend a certain amount, they would give you like you assemble them yourself. So like, yeah, I've got a whole bunch. Yeah, I saw your little stock motion video. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. But then you were like, got to catch them all. And it was like, what the? F- it's like the reference was so off. I don't know. Well, because they went into the, the deck of cards. That doesn't matter. Oh, I get it. I get it. I okay. understand. You're, you're an evil man. Ever since you've got that Lex Luthor haircut, <laughs> you become an actual real life villain. <laughs> yeah. Next next video idea, jam session is on. There you go, brother. Well, that's next basically part. Jason's three six five video today. Yeah, the episode ten. That's right, the tenth day of the three hundred sixty four days magic challenge. Michael, you've got a a pretty decent uh, YouTube community, like over eight thousand subs. Have you considered doing a Three six five challenge. I don't even know what that is. Is that like uh, posting something new every day, or what is that? Yeah, yeah, posting a video every single day with a different magic trick every single day. I've attempted it. I've attempted. Well, not not just in a new magic trick, but just doing a new video a day between Odd. shorts and long form content. My channel is mostly long form content. Uh, a lot of me sitting in front of a camera here, talking for like ten or fifteen minutes at people. Um, <clears throat> So not the easiest amount of content to be able to pump something out every day, especially working full time and being a father and a husband and trying to (laughs) spend as much time with them as possible and all that stuff. Mm. Um, But yeah, so it's something I'd love to do if I had, if I had more time or if I had uh, a crew of people that want to edit all my videos for me and stuff like that. (laughs) I just, I just do it all myself, bro. Every day. <clears throat> yes. one of those one of those strange enigmas it seems impossible but somehow like he's doing it and and our our buddy who's works behind the scenes a bit on the podcast too mickey harris uh also doing the 365 yeah brother he's a day 10 as well he's uh he's doing well it's crazy i'm you know i'm posting a video a day but mine you know much easier to make because i just post a short <laughs> and uh and that's it you're going a hard slog, brother. What are you going to do when Mika passes you and subscribers, brother? I'll find what another. Another. I'll find. I'll, I'll find another right, area to, to shave do? off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, you have to shave your beard off, brother. You'll no, I hope he does. Then, then I, hope he does I hope he does blow up because he's working hard, even though right now it's not getting a lot of viewership. So he's building up the catalog. I hope he does blow up. You know, I think he will. I think it you makes good quality. Noticed, though? I've noticed a lot of people finding my like really old videos out of nowhere. Like they'll they'll come into my channel, they'll see my fool us, and then they'll like or comment on that video. And then they'll like and comment on something from like three or four years ago. So the views might not be there now, but that's it. Uh, Josh. Having that having that back. <laughs> yeah, you know? It's funny that you bring that up. There was uh, you know, um, you know when I did that Victoria Control tutorial, Josh, like like two years ago or something. It was like the video yeah. that I made to basically say um, I'm going to end the 365 because I'm dying inside. Because mm. so I tried to do the 365 for a little context here, Michael O'Brien. I tried to do it once before. I got like 137 something episodes in, and then I got really sick, 
So I had to stop. So I made like a tutorial video that was basically like a gift and also goodbye from the 365 thing. Anyway, the irony of this is, bro, day eight, right? I've uploaded day eight and it's good. It's a great video. And then I get this comment on the, on that video and the guy and the person's like, oh, you know, you only got eight days, but I understand why you stopped it. I'm like, no, 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 bro. That's like an old, <laughs> it's like an old video. He's like, <laughs> like 365 still going strong, man. Come on. <laughs> it's freaking funny. It's funny like that, hey. I mean, that that fool us video has clocked up like half a million views now. I think the last time I looked, so no doubt once they watch it, they they throw a few other of your videos going, hey, what about this? Yeah, the, well, they give you the a chance, right? Thing, it's called what's social that? proof. They give you a mm. chance. It's called social proof. Social. Yeah, proof. it it really it really is helpful. Um, the the weird thing about my fool us video in particular, though, was I had to actually upload it twice because the first time. Uh, I uploaded it with audio only coming out of the one channel. And mm. so um, if you have you ever gotten death threats for uploading a video with audio coming out of one channel, because I've gotten a lot of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just people losing their absolute mind over it. So what I ended up doing was I re-uploaded the video. So between the two, um, the older one, that I still get comments from people saying, my left ear enjoyed this. Um, has like 700,000 views or something like that. And then the other one, uh, which is the better one, um, has like 130,000 views now on it or something like that. So between the two, it's almost at a million. So I'm, I'm slowly getting there. And now that Fool Us has just aired again this season, I'm noticing a lot more. I think people are just searching it because it's trending or whatever, getting a lot more views. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been super helpful because... Now, when people want to book me, I don't have to haggle with them over my rate. I can just be like, look, man, mm. I was on Fool Us. <laughs> this I, is I, I, noticed that. I noticed on your <laughs> website, it's just, your website is simple. It's like, boom, just the Fool Us video. And then like, you can book me. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's basically it. Um, most of my uh, marketing and stuff is through word of mouth. So by the time they've landed on my website, they probably already know who I am and they're thinking about booking me anyway. The website is more of a vehicle for them to watch my videos or if they want to purchase product, they can go purchase product for me or whatever like that. Um, mm. But yeah, like a lot of my marketing is, is a uh, very old school word of mouth, um, reaching out to people. I'm listed on like Yelp and Google and all that stuff, but I haven't dove into like paid advertising yet, which is something I should really jump on. Cause I hear that it's, if it's done right, it can be pretty good. <clears throat> In the way of of uh, advertising your channel, you mean? Uh, no, like, uh, well, I mean that too, I suppose. But oh, you mean um, like sponsorships like kind of things? Paid gigs, like, um, you know, so when people do a oh, sorry, Google search, like, like Google like, ads or whatever, yeah, you're running like Google ads and stuff. Oh yeah, you got to get on that. It's um, puts you for you know <clears throat> the top. It's great. So right, like for example, for me in Brisbane, my website shows up organically on page one, then you've got the, the business listings as well, um, in the area. So it shows up there and then you've got the Google ads at the top. So when people type in hire a magician in Brisbane, they actually will see my website three times on the first page. And, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely, um, is positively geared. Like it makes sense to do it. Um, do it. <laughs> I just have to sit down and learn it. I've just not not done that yet, and yeah. I don't have you an can excuse e why. You you can even book a call with a Google um, expert, and they'll help you set it up. Like I get a call every month, and they're like, "All right, let's review like what you should change. Here's some updates with the ads," because they want your money, obviously. So they're they're very helpful. Oh, on another note, did you know mm. that I'm verified on YouTube now? I did see the tick, and I was like, oh, "That's maybe. a nice." That's a nice Verifiably tip. insane, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even have to pay for it. Didn't even have to pay for it. I that. Yeah. Rick yeah I'm just waiting <laughs> for my silver my silver play button to arrive. And That's cool. That's cool. What one. what are you currently at now? I've seen the subscription. That's ridiculous. We only just celebrated your two hundredth thousand subscribers yeah, it's, last it's, week. It's slowing down now though, brother. The the viral the viral piece is running off. Like uh, there was a there was a three day stint there, brother, where I was hitting about uh, yeah two point four k a day for three days. In That's subscribers, insane. yeah. 
Now, now it's down to just the lowly 6.8 KD. You know, you just got to look after him. Got to look after those new subs. So what's uh, before we go, Michael, anything you want to leave the viewers with? Anything that's on your mind with the magic community or helping magicians or something new that's coming out? What do you want to leave them with? Yeah, so I guess my biggest piece of advice for anyone that's thinking about being a magician and doing something positive in the world is kind of go out and do it. <laughs> There's a lot of people that I've come into contact with recently, specifically people that come into the magic shop, like, Oh yeah, I've been doing magic for a long time and I'm thinking about doing it professionally, but you know, like I, I don't know how to go out and approach people and I don't know how to start booking gigs and stuff. And my advice is honestly, just start doing it. Um, just even if you suck at it at first, like the bus right. thing I was talking about, just earlier. start booking gigs right now. Do it. Just, just start putting your name out there. Start, um, start designing your website. If you haven't already done that, there's really easy ways to do that. Um, I, I need to start taking my own advice. I need to start jumping on that, that Google, facebook ads uh stuff too like you know like i just need to take my own advice and i just need to start doing that um but uh yeah like i was on the phone with someone yesterday and they were like yeah you know i'm putting my axe together but i don't know if it's gonna work or not mm. do you have any advice for how my act should go and i said honestly like put your act how you have it start performing get back out there again you know do your open mic nights and stuff that you're already planning on doing and just make adjustments to your act as you go. But if you sit, if you sit and, and just, you know, tinker, just sit on the design, couch, yeah. but you're not going out and doing it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's never going to go anywhere. Um, and that's, and that's just something lately that I've encountered a lot of um, people inquiring about. So that's why that's kind of at the top of my mind. Uh, and then also um, just support each other, you know, uh, find a community. If there isn't one local to you, find an online community and uh just help each other your friends into shaving their heads exactly and um spend five five long committed years bullying your friend into shaving his head until finally he does it finally did it so the moral of the story is peer pressure works the moral of the story is 50 no's and a yes (laughs) yes thanks for listening it's time for us to disappear now disappear now But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.